0: We are currently live.
1: Look at that! So you want to have a race again? See so who
0: can share it on their Facebook. You know, damn, you know, damn well, my mine's not even updated yet.
1: <laughs> <There it goes. laughs> oh, I, you're gonna actually beat me! Oh, and that was my. Can you, you know. hear it when that when it does that? Did you hear my phone? I heard round? that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah that's my son called me. Probably asked me what's. Boom! I was
0: done. Done. Dude, you've totally I'm beat done. me this time.
1: Yeah, you beat me.
0: Yeah, wow. I'm sorry, dog. I didn't mean to freak you out. My dog's like, wait, wait. I not <laughs> uh, even why me. Are, you? are we excited?
1: Yeah, I'm sorry. Dog. Yeah, what the oh my god, I can't out. believe what's happening here.
0: Okay, yeah, you beat me. I don't even know this thing that I'm drinking. Right, who knows?
1: It's some latte thing.
0: <clears throat> Dana, Dana bought it. Slightly oh, don't blame it on her. It was you. Toast free energy.
1: You're getting in touch with your they, them uh, side.
0: And so, what if I am trying all right. hey, what if I? There's
1: am. nothing wrong with that. I accept you for who you are, man. I'm just glad you're finally honest with all of us.
0: I think I'm going to shave my beard today.
1: <laughs> Whoa, no, no, no. Don't do that. Mm-hmm. All right. You ready for me to run this intro?
0: Yeah. Let's do it. Shut up and sit down. Shut up and sit down. <laughs>
1: There is. <laughs> exactly uh what's up everybody welcome to uh dope and dharma uh this is the dharma time hour and uh or edition whatever you want to call it and as always he is uh, the one and only the dope doctor and i am uh one of many maybe
0: i don't know the dharma guy i'm me no one of two and uh, uh and i'm one of <laughs> two because there's a group that, that stole my name years ago and i should really do did, did this yeah a musical group took my name a long time oh, ago wow. Wow. i should have did a cease and desist on them uh i know there's, there's another one... dharma
1: time on on youtube oh
0: yeah yeah that's what i was thinking about that that yeah.
1: dude yeah there's a dharma time on youtube he's like some um i think he's like an old monk who like oh, he's put an, some he's interesting an, stuff he's, he's an old <clears throat> monk yeah yeah anyways um well, i'm old like I that, don't... to be honest with you <laughs> not gonna happen no. although i bet you it's comfortable i gotta admit the, the like, those orange robes look comfortable
0: a dude comfortable and it would have like a cool yeah. look man you'd look like that dude from kung fu <laughs> before
1: king after Keating. uh before after the that the, he was hanging yeah <laughs> the auto auto erotic asphyxiation
0: <clears throat> a dude has what a, a way to go. great body of work and that's what you mm-hmm. remember yeah. him
1: <clears throat> oh come on most people that's what they remember by the way <clears throat> i mean what a way to go anyways i digress before we get way off topic um yeah
0: i remember Uh, thank you from urban cowboy
1: urban cowboy wow uh i remember from kung fu the legend Uh, that was i remember of course i watched that a lot actually um anyways uh uh, welcome everybody thank you for tuning in if you're watching this live uh today is tuesday um by all means uh uh, feel free to comment and, and put some thoughts in got an interesting topic today um and if you're watching live It's most likely, or only, I guess, on Facebook Live, uh, YouTube Live, or Twitch Live. Um, Each one of those, you just look up Dope and Dharma, and you can join the conversation, leave your comments, and we will do our best to address them as we see them. Um, And welcome to those of you who are only listening via podcast, although you're listening after we're live, because uh, I have to upload it. So anyways, um, all right, so uh, first and foremost, uh, um, as of, so last night we did, um, the couch live where we not only do on those, all those same platforms, but we also, uh, are locally on a radio station. I did not have this bit of news until afterwards. So I can announce it first here today. I am COVID free. Yay. I Myself and my wife are both COVID free. We tested last night and thankfully we are both, uh, negative and, uh, we can finally get back to the realm of the living and matter of fact at the top of the show my phone when it was ringing that was my son uh asking me when i'm gonna come pick him up because i haven't seen my son or my daughter really since uh, july 9th um mm. yeah it's wow. kind of sucked man like I, i'm gonna be honest you know and <clears throat> it's actually you know what a great segue um so when the uh when the pandemic first hit we had our quarantine i gotta be honest with you um didn't bother me at all Matter of fact, I kind of liked the quarantine. Um, I did well. Um, it, you know, it ended up helping me a, a lot. I don't have to drive all the way to New Smyrna. Um, you know, I was <laughs> able to do the show from here. Like, I saved gas money. Like, It, it worked well for me. Um, it, it, I know a lot of people struggle. I know a lot of people had uh, bouts of, like, depression and things of that nature. Um, didn't happen to me, except for this last time when I've had COVID. It was pretty rough, man. Uh, it, it started affecting me. I started getting, like, cabin fever. I started feeling like, dude, I got to like do something. Like um between just the overall feeling ill, um not being able to see my kids at all, um not being able to go anywhere to do anything at all, like I couldn't even go out of the house. Um it was it sucked, man. It was rough. Um maybe not to the extent that other people have gone through obviously, but in my own way, it was definitely worse than the original pandemic for me. <clears throat> However, the reason why I say a segue is I sent you the story um i don't know it was probably last week sometime ago i don't remember what day but so there's a study done um about depression now the conventional wisdom for many years that i know of they've always looked at depression as a chemical imbalance um and they said that you know there's some sort of a chemical imbalance which is why they put you on ssris which would be the something serotonin uptake inhibitor whatever it is basically They said it was some sort of an issue with your serotonin or your dopamine levels, and they needed to balance it out. Um, And that was the conventional wisdom. That's how they based a lot of their treatment on, uh, in reference to depression. Now, the study that just came out, full disclosure before we get into this, um, it's a study. I think it probably needs to go through a lot more. Uh, It might need to be replicated. Um, so we're not going to take it as the end-all, be-all, like, holy grail here. However, for the purposes of this discussion, I think we're going to both move forward as if uh, the study is legitimate and, um, and accurate, just so we can have a discussion on it. Um, mm-hmm. it. It very well could come out, you know, a couple years down the road that it was flawed in some way or it couldn't be replicated. Who knows? Um, but the study basically said uh, – there's no correlation or there's no d- direct, uh, uh, causation here between chemical imbalances and depression, meaning they tested a bunch of people and, and, and they found that it wasn't necessarily a chemical imbalance that was leading to depression, which to me, I think that's kind of like, let's just start there. Like, is that as big as I feel that it is in your opinion? Cause that feels to me like that's a big deal like that that doesn't feel like it's a small little like blip on the screen that feels like, Whoa. Right. I mean, is, is, am am I wrong in that assumption?
0: No, it could be, it could be very big. Um, I mean, obviously there's a lot of questions. I mean, I didn't look into uh, the study itself or to see even how many people were studied. Um, I don't know what kind of sampling they took. I don't know what the, 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 the details were on the individuals. I don't know who was excluded, who was included. Um, I don't know the different variables um or the controls that they use. So so I don't know. I guess what I would right. think though, le- like you said, let's take it as if it's a hundred percent accurate. If something like that, yeah, just like for that, the purposes of the show. Yeah. If something like that were a hundred percent accurate, <laughs> uh that would be a very big deal, only it would be a big step backwards for uh the medical community, um, and maybe a huge leap forward for the therapeutic community. Um you know, uh, I, I think uh, there's a lot of therapists that have um, been re- referring to psychiatrists or psych professionals mm-hmm. for quite some time now for people to get on medication. <clears throat> and then, unfortunately, there's a lot of people on medication that never seek therapy. They get on the medication yeah. either from a primary care physician or from their their uh, maybe a psychiatrist, but usually a primary care physician, unfortunately, um, and just do the meds. Without any kind of internal work, without any kind of, of the work that we see people in recovery do, for instance, like people that recovery from a substance use disorder tend to, to, they go to meetings, they, they, they go to therapy, they go to counseling, they may go to rehab, they they do intensive outpatient. There's so many different types of treatment that people, uh, would, with that disorder do yet with mental health, mental illness, it's not, it's not really pushed. Um, yeah. You know, it's they it's medications. Yeah, yeah, pushing meds, yeah. and so even um, though we have millions of therapists, by the way, yeah, 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 we we push out more therapists than than lawyers. uh, you know, in this country, I mean, everybody thinks they're a therapist. Everybody ha- is a therapist. Um, <laughs> there's, a ton. there's a ton. Well,
1: all right. So I, I pulled up the the study real quick, just so I can give <laughs> the cliff notes. Um, cliff notes. The, the first one here is researchers from University College London conducted an umbrella review of past meta studies and systematic analysis of depression's relationship to serotonin. Mm-hmm. Um, for years, a chemical imbalance of serotonin has been widely viewed as the culprit for depression resulting in the widespread use of antidepressants. Mm-hmm. And then finally uh, the study published this week in the journal of uh, molecular psychiatry concluded that there's no clear evidence that serotonin levels or serotonin activity is is responsible for depression. Um
0: Can, can I say something real quick? Yeah, First yeah, of all, ahead. I think we have one big flaw and problem in the mental health field. Um, and that is uh-huh. no, no, no. I'm just saying we don't have the X ray. We don't have the blood test. Yeah. We don't we don't have the simple examination uh with physical proof that we could say, look, here, here's your lowered level of blah blah blah. You know what I mean? Like like right. My wife was able to take my spit. I think she took, send it off to some unknown company, probably in China, and <laughs> and 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 gets this result that uh, I have high levels of what did she say copper. Okay, copper. Like, like like I care. Like I don't even know. What that means. <laughs> you been have you been licking like, pennies? I'm, yeah, I I I might be shitting pennies. Apparently, that's that's I, I don't know. But the point is, is that. We were able to find that, but we have no test that, the, the like we do normally that says, "Here's your normal serotonin level. Here's your dopamine level. Here's your enkephalin level. All these and all these different kind of chemistry that we have, these natural opioids that we have, these natural substances that we ca- we have endogenously that that, that that give us these pleasant feelings or well feelings or fe- feelings right. of well being. We have no test for that, and that's that's the big that's the bit we've spent more money on. The the, the the uh the band-aids rather than right. on series well don't we have tests that is not chemistry. done
1: regularly I don't know do you know of a serotonin test? Um I don't know I, I don't I don't I, I honestly don't know. Um I know that I've had a lot of tests done in the in the last couple of months that I'd never even heard of that I was shocked to find out like like you could test for certain things and why isn't that done like on a regular like why is it you you know, know, because what, it'll what, need
0: a spinal tap.
1: Yeah um but either way i I think for me i instantly so my my analytical debating kind of brain instantly when i heard that study first of all was like whoa that feels like a big deal secondly it it made me question like you know obviously in spirituality uh um, i think spirituality is where i first kind of stumbled across the concept I, I, it's obviously older than than what i'm aware of it's been around a lot longer but my introduction to it to the human condition right was through my spiritual studies um and so could we then argue then that and, and bear with me here once again i'm just throwing it out i'm not saying i necessarily believe it i'm not i'm not saying i don't believe it but I just it, it, it to me, this study bears <clears throat> um, debate and conversation. So okay. is it possible then that depression isn't really a thing? It's just a human condition, right? Because part of the human condition from a spiritual sense is being, you know, uh, um, struggling with coping with things, struggling with dealing with things, thinking about things in, in, in ways that aren't necessarily rational. You know, like, uh, um, so is it possible then that what we call depression is really just, struggling with dealing with the human condition is that possible
0: i i think it would still be a thing yeah um now whether it be a a a disease or not or that type of disorder i think that's what we're really questioning right i mean i think depression still is a thing and i think there's different levels of depression i think what they're going to find out as they dig deeper into this research is that there's some individuals that just identify as depressed and we do know that right. you can just identify as depressed. How am I supposed to prove that you're not depressed? Like, what am I, what, what am I supposed to do, tell you you're not depressed? <laughs> sure. I have, I have to validate your feelings, right? No matter what you tell me you feel, right. I gotta somehow validate it, even if I'm trying to help you with it. I gotta come to where you're at first, and then I gotta kind of unwrap it and try to help you get to a different place, right? But there's actual symptomology that 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 is very common amongst those with with. Yeah, yeah I'm looking up the depression. actual
1: definition right now.
0: Okay. Yeah, there's there's an actual uh you know symptomology that people with actual clinical depression suffer. They have these same set of symptoms now without those set of but but I, however we've all been sitting at home watching football or whatever and then they come across and they go Have you had this? Have you had this? Have you had this? <laughs> yeah, we all did. And, and then okay. next thing you know, they want us to call our doctor and ask them about you know some medication on 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 the market because we have all these symptoms.
1: Okay, so here's some definitions. Which, wow, okay. I just typed in depression definition and and a lot came up. The first one says, depression is a group of conditions associated with the elevation or lowering of a person's mood, such as depression or bipolar disorder. And then Uh it goes into most common types. I'm only going to read the first three. First one is clinical depression, uh, a mental health disorder characterized by persistently depressed mood or loss of interest in activities causing significant impairment in daily life second one is persistent depressive disorder a mild but long-term form of depression and then finally <clears throat> excuse me uh, bipolar disorder a disorder associated with episodes of mood swings ranging from depressive lows to manic highs um that first definition though of clinical depression a mental health disorder characterized by persistently depressed mood or loss of interest right. in activities causing significant impairment so that to me i think is where the debate could lie right like one could argue from a spiritual perspective that uh, you know that definition of depression is just, man, I'm just having a rough go of it right now, right? Like,
0: you know, oh, uh, um, no, you got You got to dig in deeper than that. I mean, you're you're, yeah, you're yeah. doing the Cliff Note version, and the Cliff Note version that you're doing is the DSM five. I mean, I, I'm I'm assuming that it, 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 right there it'll cite DSM five because where uh, they got this see. information, but they're but they're maybe giving see. you the Cliff Note. They're not giving you all the all the the further details, which is fine. <clears throat> it just uh, for Mayo Clinic is what it said, right? In the Mail Clinic, I just picked is- the first one. Yeah, and the and the Mayo Clinic is citing the DSM five. So so, and that's the Diagnostic Statistical Manual that we use. You know, it's been approved through the World World Health Organization, which is how we come up with all issues related to mental health disorders, right? So right. so, and it's routinely that's why it's the five because we had the four not too long ago. This five is you know new in the last two years, I believe. Right. Um, so so it's constantly being upgraded. It's constantly constantly being retooled um to 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 better identify uh things and it's it's a, on a global level so it's people in right. all countries all all types trying to figure this stuff out now if you just take it for like a a, a smooth stroke statement yeah i mean you could you could say a lot of different things about right. it uh i can give you symptoms for almost every disorder in that book and and you'll be able to at least have some sort of conversation about it and i think this is where we get to the practicing of psychology as well now you know, it's a philosophy uh, <laughs> yes. right there's you know it's not an exact science and we have altered it uh throughout the years i mean remember it wasn't that long ago when we actually did lobotomies as standard practice yes um
1: there was a time where we thought when who had their periods were hysteria and needed to be like shocked and stuff so
0: wait they're they're they're
1: not <laughs> the views and opinions expressed by
0: the <laughs> i was kidding i was kidding i, was kidding. <laughs> I kid i kid uh, uh no. so uh, richard uh,
1: made a comment though uh, I-, I think we should address yeah uh, put, it put it up there yeah he said uh, um let me put it up there <clears throat> he said uh, f- first of all once again this is richard he's one of our listeners and uh, he's commenting on facebook live once again if you want to participate by all means you can go to facebook live youtube live or twitch and make comments and we will address them um he said i have a question." Why is it that in the last 20 to 30 years, mental illness has become so rampant in our society? Could it be that the go-to treatment was medicine versus deeper dives into people's history and actually diagnosing or identifying the root problem with the necessity of pharmaceutical treatment?
0: Right. Right. Yeah. A great, great question, uh, Richard. Um, It has been more, it's probably been discussed a lot more, maybe even, even in the last decade than yeah. than ever before um which is a good thing it, it really is a good thing because mental illness is an issue it always has been throughout throughout the generations um is there a, a pharmacological advantage uh for for certain industry yes there there's a, there's a there's an advantage to an industry of of the, the pharmaceutical industry what you would call big pharma um of course because it tends to be long-term use of these products. It's not like it's a, a one and done. Uh, <laughs> yeah. It's like you need to take it on forever. a regular basis. And anyone and anyone who's ever been on an antidepressant, and I have to admit I have not, uh, but obviously a lot of my patients have, um, anybody who's ever been on an antidepressant knows you just don't get on and off of it. You know, First of all, it takes two to four weeks to even kick in properly, and then it, you shouldn't just quit it. You have to wean yourself off it. And then there's a lot of side effects attached to an antidepressant um <clears throat> now you add to that the an- anxiolytics and the anti you know the anti-anxiety medications like the benzodiazepines and stuff like that now you now you're going into a whole different uh realm uh if you look at the the deeper stuff i think it's a much easier to not argue the schizophrenia um uh and the severe uh you know psychosis type disorders rather than the the ones who look to be more subjective and here's here's what i mean by that <clears throat> you asked earlier could it not just be human condition, right? Um, right? And if you've ever been around a paranoid schizophrenic, now you're looking at that and you go, all right, that's, that's a different animal right there. With that, with that, yes. with that person's experiencing right there, that's a whole different situation <laughs> yeah. than, than maybe your daughter coming to you, uh, Trinity, and saying, I'm depressed, or I right. have anxiety, right? All right, so, sure. so you and I both have children. They use words like depression and anxiety differently than we did. They use words like yes. stress differently than we did. That's yes. a generational thing. <clears throat> Um, I know more young people on medication for anxiety today than ever before in history that I know of. know ever before. Now, mind you, we have a drug out there. Now, this is where we can get in trouble, not with the audience. Usually I say things that I'm worried about, you know, somebody's going to send a nasty email in this one. I actually may get shot and killed. So please keep this tape. (laughs) Oh Um, boy. Nobody ever attacks Xanax as far as publicly. You know, right. we have attacked opioids, the big opioid <clears throat> companies and all that, but not Xanax. Xanax is like like off limits. It's the mama's little helper on steroids under Quaaludes, because Quaaludes are now gone, <laughs> that, nobody, that nobody is allowed to attack, even though it's been associated with millions of suicides. It's been associated with millions of overdoses. Add them up. Add them up. Look at coronal reports. It's it seems to always be there. It seems to always have its little place in there. I'm not saying it's a causation kind of thing. I'm not saying Xanax causes suicide or Xanax causes overdoses. What I'm saying is it tends to be there a lot with a lot of issues and it's highly addictive. A lot more than Klonopin or Valium, which are in the same family of benzodiazepines, because it's it's the big daddy of benzos. Uh, because, again, Quaaludes is no longer around unless you go to another country. You'll get it. Um, but when you have Xanax, it's highly addictive. And trying to get off it, you can suffer death. That's You can have a stroke getting off it. So now they got you. They got you hooked. Uh, remember we did the show on Needs Versus Wants uh, yep. yesterday on the Couch Live. I mean, that's something that, that makes you dependent upon something. So you just can't really get off it. So, unfortunately, we have a lot of people, especially a lot of young people, that are getting – fed this medication early on and because you want a quick fix and you want to feel it trust me you'll feel xanax pretty quickly and it'll do the job it's intended to do at the moment so people tend to try to hold on to it and use it whenever they feel like they need it need it but that's very subjective up here that's what's subjective up here so we tend to use it more and more and more and you use a little bit more you become dependent on it and unfortunately um we have way too many people on a medication like that and then when it goes away you're like oh i have anxiety well of course you do because you just took a medication that told your brain to stop making the natural GABA that you actually need to reduce your levels of anxiety. But guess what? You need anxiety. You need anxiety to feel good, right? You need anxiety yep. to, to, to make you work, to make you do things. Because if you didn't, you are just sit like this. If you weren't anxious well, about I, anything, you wouldn't give a damn about anything. I think so that's, so that's where okay,
1: some of the debate can depression. come in. Right. Well, I, I think that's where some of the debate could come in. Right. Like, right. You, you know, once again, I'm I, I, we're posing these questions as debate topics. and We're just trying to have a philosophical discussion about it. Um, our true opinions, you know, we may or may not put out there. But um, I think that's where some of the debate could come in. Like, for instance, right now, we're in, <clears throat> so my 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 oldest son. Right. He's what, 22 now. Uh, I remember a conversation with him years ago. Mm-hmm. And he said his goals were to be, uh, what do I think he said, safe and comfortable. That's what his goals were. Right. And I was like, mm-hmm. th- that's interesting, right? To think, it, like, 17 years old, that's what his goal was. And I was like, mm-hmm. my, right. my 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 initial thought was like, well, wait a minute, safety is an illusion, first of all, and in mm-hmm. comfort, like, you never really progress if you're always comfortable, right? If you if you're not made to be uncomfortable, then you're not really going to adapt to anything. You're not going to grow, but. <clears throat> that was like and it wasn't just exclusively to him there was a whole generation of kids who i don't mm. know how to, say, i don't know how to say it other than just like sheltered almost right like they've been kept mm. away from mm. so many things that we would consider bad right like you know a uh, 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 bullying um you know just things that we as kids were taught to thicken our skins up and thought to adapt to they're uh, they're kept from a lot of those these days and so therefore one could argue that they don't have the skill set then to to uh adapt when that inevitably does present itself and they do things they do look at things like anxiety for instance as a big no-no meaning anxiety's bad i should never have it when you and i both know as adults well, no not necessarily anxiety isn't inherently a bad thing anxiety is kept us alive as a species for for millennia you know because hey right. there's a saber-tooth tiger I'm gonna avoid that you know I'm worried I think he's around let me go check like anxiety is not necessarily a bad thing and so we have a whole no, generation of people all. out there who are trying to constantly you know prevent it and for me from a spiritual perspective obviously that comes into our avoidance of feeling anything that we don't want to feel this right. idea of chasing good and getting rid of bad is what causes us to suffer because you can't really do it but It does bother me, though, that we're so quick. Like, so uh, we're going to be all over the place today, by the way, if you guys are following.
0: Before you you leave that, are you going to go on a different point? Because I was going to say something about what you just said right there. Go ahead. There is a crippling level, though. There's a a crippling level to that. Of course. So, so, you know, once you get past the initial uh, minor forms of depression or even, I don't know, the highly debatable, types of depression or anxiety you do you there are crippling levels of anxiety so i want to make sure that while we're doing this conversation that you're not sitting there becoming more anxious and and more angry as as you're watching this because you're thinking oh my god you know uh you're you guys are deniers you're mental health deniers
1: (laughs) yes that's not what we're doing
0: that's no. not what we're saying. Uh, you know, I think I, th- I just think that there's there's other ways of viewing it other than a, a big blanketed stroke, because of by, by some people's actual definitions of what anxiety is, then everyone has it. By some right. people's definition of what, what they think depression is, everyone has it. And, and, right. and unfortunately, just like alcoholism used to be a clinical word, and then people just took it out and then started using it on their own and, and self-diagnosing themselves as alcoholic or non-alcoholic. Um, same thing with depression and anxiety. We've had people right. that have diagnosed themselves for so long that the actual true definitions of the, those words are, are, are now gone to the point where, you know, my daughters have been offered more medication and have come and asked me about more medications based on their friends that they've had. Uh, saying, oh, maybe I should get on medication because my, friend said, you know, my yeah. friend said it helped her do this or helped her study or helped her get through this test or helped her not feel this way when she was doing this. And it's like, whoa, 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 no, you're supposed to feel nervous before yeah. a test. You know, cramming, it doesn't feel good. Yeah, these are uncomfortable feelings when you're not prepared. These are – or because yeah. there's a lot writing on it. These, this is normal. Yeah, you know what I mean? You are – do get distracted I get distracted you know uh, I see squirrels everywhere it doesn't require medication for it it requires an additional sense of focus and some other things that that we can practice doing I'll show you what I've done in my life to be able to do that Uh, and I've had to educate them no I've had this symptomology that other people out there take medication for but I'm going to show you why I choose not to because that's the least that's what you use when all the natural stuff has failed you when everything else you've tried has failed you then you can do that because that's always going to be there but why not try this stuff first? Because you, if you try the the chemistry first, it alters the way your brain operates. And therefore, now all the natural stuff is no longer ever going to match to that because nothing does. If you don't believe me, uh, think of something like, uh, you know, uh, God, man, think of something that really gives you good feel like uh, like a jolt of anything like 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 well, what I was drinking earlier, this this caffeinated beverage, whatever this thing was. Um If if once you do this natural forms of trying to get energy, why why would I do that? Why would I spend all the time having to do that when I know I could just drink this and and get there quicker? You know what I mean? I don't have to. I don't have to get as much sleep. I don't have to rest. I don't have to 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 do breathing exercises. I don't have to work out. I don't have to eat kale and spinach and stuff like Popeye told (laughs) me to. Uh, I could I could just drink this and, and get it. Falsely, So that's the issue with once you go to chemistry. Now, I'm sorry take so long. no
1: no um well that's why i said we're going to be all over the place man and, and, and I, I and thank you for for bringing the other one up yeah i, I want to continue to preface that we're not you know denying these things we're just having dialogue i know that's shocking to some people but dialogue still exists these days and we're able to converse yeah. about stuff and, and throw out some ideas now maybe those ideas aren't always going to be good maybe they will maybe they won't but to me that's the importance of dialogue is to have these conversations um but you brought up something earlier and so you know, I've I've only been in the the addiction world now for oh my god, dude, like ten years. Oh no, wow. ten years over. Now. Yeah. yeah, I know. Yeah, uh, it now. still feels it still feels new, but um, either way. So I I didn't know anybody who who went through uh like the twelve steps and those other things or rehab, um, not openly, anyways. Uh, prior to to meeting you and coming into this world a little bit, and over the years, I I have been so blown away and impressed with like the 12 steps, right? I mm-hmm. having been a part of that world now for 10 years and meeting so many people and talking to some people, I really do think that something equivalent of that should be like mandatory for everybody. I think everybody should have to go through some form of the 12 steps or some form of rehab, because it, it, it balances you out in such a way that we don't, I don't see anywhere else right now. Um, meaning, there are so many people right now walking around with like trauma with, uh, you know, too much anxiety or whatever it may be, uh, uh, pain <clears throat> that they don't know what to do with. And it's not pushed. It's not cool to address it. Right. Like even myself, I feel like that I'm pretty, uh, um, in tune with who I am and what I've been through, <clears throat> excuse me. And, and how I've, you know, all the, the past pains and traumas and whatnot. Um, but even me now at 40 some years old, there's still things that I, i'm learning that i'm like damn i didn't realize like things that i just thought were part of my you know mo i'm realizing not really like that's not necessarily the healthiest thing and i'm realizing how to how to counteract some of that or whatever and some of them i don't want to and some of them i do my point is is that yes we are so quick to like prescribe or to take a substance and we're not so quick into like like the spiritual realm right let's just call it what it is the spiritual realm like spirituality is just not cool it's just not pushed it's it's either you know you typically fall into a few different classes one is religion where you're either pro or anti-religion um another one is you're either like kind of cuckoo spiritual is what i call it personally we all know at least a couple of them and for me personally hey man if that if that is what gets your your world going by all means but for me personally, when you start talking about the crystals and all also you, you kind of lose me,
0: Oh boy, I, I don't go
1: <clears throat> so, but Hey, they're, they're out there. They exist. <clears throat> but, but like, if you look at the mainstream, th- there's not like this push to really, truly get to know who you are and look into your demons and, and, and get into all that. There's a huge push instead of just get over it, get to where you got to get. And, and if you need to take a pill or something. And so for me, I look at how remarkable, Some of the 12 step work is, and it's not just the 12 step. It's, it's all the stuff that comes along with it. Um, I gotta be honest with you, man. Some of the most, it's like an oxymoron, right? And and I mean this with the most love and respect I possibly can, but I don't know how else to put it. Some of the most messed up people I've ever met in my life are in recovery, but some of those exact same people are the most put together people I've ever met in my life as well. Right? So they started out in such a messed up kind of world.
0: But they've as a gone, compliment.
1: but they've gone through what they need to go through, and they come out the other side the most well put together, balanced, in, in, in touch that I've ever met. And I don't think that that's a, a an accident. I think that's by design. I think they address their stuff, and they you know they they come out the other end, and they're just wow. And so it, I would I would be uh, remiss if I didn't say, man, like there's something to that. Like why are we not uh, you know uh, employing that you know in a much wider sense? Does that make
0: sense? Yeah, but uh, it's you know you're starting to sound like, like uh, a, a priest or a reverend or a rabbi, you know that <laughs> well, I guys. am the Dharma guy, uh, so I'm gonna put that out I there. I mean Well, I don't know. I and I, I know you don't in, intend to, to mimic them, but uh I think that's what people of faith are trying to say. Say hey, I think they say actually, except they use their language instead of yours. Uh, they feel like there's a strong decay in our, in our world, in our existence at the moment. Um, and, uh, you know, yeah, there you go. Put up Richard Coleman's comment right there, because that's exactly what I was. That's what <laughs> I was saying. You, you're starting to sound just like Richard Coleman, except where he may say religion, you know, no. All right. You say that, but you're saying the same thing is what I'm saying. So when you say people should be forced to do the 12 steps, you know, that's I don't because mean you're not viewing. Uh, I don't mean force, but like, like tell me the bad part. You did, you did say that. You did say that, but, but I, I know what you meant. But what I'm saying is, you're right. thinking that though. You're thinking along those lines that everybody should be required to do some of this work, right? Well, I, I, I think, think that there's something to be said saying for as well.
1: Doing internal work, right? Like, like uh, you know, we rely this so much. A, this on... is a
0: free life, though. This is a sure, but. Yeah, I I hear you, Trinity, but 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 I think I don't that, mean from uh, a government stance, and I'm what with mean you. If, first of all, by the way, but m- 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 well, I mean regardless, whether it be a government or a church, or you know, because you live in the city or, or whatever. The point is, is that um, it's not that I don't agree with uh the the should part in one part of my brain, sure. and then there's another part of my brain. That, that, that's like uh, Che Guevara you know what I mean there's a Che Guevara that <laughs> says no no that can't happen yeah yeah, yeah. so th- there's part of my yeah. brain that says absolutely I mean some of this stuff should be mandatory like you should learn how to use your damn turning signal w- when you're driving a vehicle uh <laughs> well, and stay out of the damn mandatory. fast unless you're passing they just don't do it not really not really not really well,
1: here, here's and, what I mean right here, here's what I'm getting at so I have kids mm-hmm. right and and uh, my kids are are you know they're coming into their own right now they're they're learning on who they are and what yeah. they like what they don't like and who they want to be yeah. and they're going to school and they're learning all these things um but there isn't uh, um there isn't a a set authority if you will uh, and, and i'm trying to choose my words carefully here and i'm not going to succeed in this but there's no there's no like like other than my own personal ways which i am not 100 percent qualified to do there's nowhere i can take them right now to like hey let's let's help figure some of this stuff out now granted that's where religion would come in right if i was religion yeah. religious i could take them yeah. to the church or something like that But right. for the individuals but that's the thing is it doesn't have to be a religion some of the same kind of philosophies and, and the same kind of uh, uh, uh techniques could be done with anything like once again i'm not religious but i'm spiritual i think that's where the divide right. comes in and i think right. the problem is too many people who are not religious get turned off from some some ideas and techniques that could absolutely help them because there's a religious undertone but, or component. but
0: it's but it's but it's like a lot of other things right it's like it's really easy to poo poo something but a lot harder to come up with a solution right it's it's much easier right. to knock down what's not working right. uh, but unfortunately the solution still will require some sort of uh structure yeah so that's that's the thing structure you know this this look free will is great but i don't if you're a parent out there you cannot possibly tell me that not even less than 10 percent of you are cool with free will with your kid guarantee <laughs> exactly. guarantee especially all well, you helicopter parents you like absolutely give zero free will to your kids i mean you constantly so if we added well, explain to me
1: the, the the negative right explain to me the downside of implementing some version of the 12 step process to you know like our school age children i'm just spitballing yeah, here but explain to me the to downside
0: it? huh the, the the simple agreeing to it we are okay. we, we we have been in a culture of disagreement and uh we have been in a culture see when you get comfortable you fight over stupid shit right yes. so you know there's a reason why this country was highly united and highly patriotic after world war ii and then there's a huge reason that after world war ii we've just all who knows just we look <laughs> yeah, and yeah. sound different we've been more divided since world war ii than ever before and it's a constant more division gets you know we constantly get encouraged to be divisive rather than uh, supportive to each other and including each other and and and, and when i say inclusive i mean always. I don't mean just only one type of people get included, but I'm talking about everyone. Um, You know, we find a matter of fact, Friday, we should talk about safe space because you brought that up. So so mark that down for one of our topics on Friday's show. And we do uh, we the middle safe space needs to be discussed because I think that's I don't think anyone's safe Um, in, in, in the people that we think are safe or that some of you think are being the ones that have have disallowed safe spaces are the actually less the least safe people right now. Uh, so, so that's, that's a side issue. But what I'm saying is no matter what steps you would come up with Trinity, if you came out with 12 different steps and trust me, those 12 steps have been trying to, people have tried to rewrite those 12 steps to avoid using the word God, higher power, uh, and it's just been highly unsuccessful because at the end of the day, at the end of the day, from day one of human existence on this planet, we have looked upwards and we have looked like there is something else out there. Now here's the deal Trinity sure. for all the people who are non-religious and I'm a non-religious person. Same. You have no issues believing in, the, in aliens. To me, <laughs> it's the, to me, it's the same. So to for me, him. Because I'm non-religious, but I'm also non-alien. I believe in all of it. I think all of it is the exact same conversation. Right. All of it is the exact same figures. We just all call them different based on whoever came and talked to you or your people or the ones that you believe. Right. But we have no problem believing there's something else out there. Right. Right? So so let's let's go with that. If we can write it in a way... That someone could say, "Okay, it doesn't have to have the word Jesus on it, or it doesn't have to use the word God the way you define God." Because I use the word God, but I define it uh, the way I define it. So you know, you may think, you know, you some people out there may think, "Hey, my religion owns that word. You can't use it the way you." No, no, I can use the word God. Yeah. I can use the word prayer. I can use all Blessed. these words. I can use. I say all these words, and so because I use these words, people go, "Oh, you must be Christian." No, I'm not Christian. I just don't think you own those words. I think that. These are just good words that that means something good, you know, and these are these are words that mean something that they that, 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 that could help with that structure of of uh, I, I have to be held accountable to the greater good uh, of w- what's going right. on. And I, and well, I love that. And, so we have a comment here. It take. All right. Go
1: for we it. have a comment here from uh, uh, from Lindy that I, I'm, I'm right. going to put up only because she sounds like my wife. Uh, she okay. said uh, <laughs> it's about love. Right. So one of the things my wife, my wife is not a religious person either. Um, Wait, hippie? Might... yeah she is um uh, she would say her religion is love she would say love is my religion like in her mindset love kind of conquers all type of a thing um and, and i gotta be honest man and there's something to it right the older i've gotten the softer i've gotten over the years the more i realize man there is something to that like it sounds um it sounds weak to somebody who isn't uh, uh well versed in it, i guess um, but mm. as you get stronger and as you learn more, man, there really is something to that. Right. Like th- if we could bring it back to depression, you know, one of the ways that one of the best ways to combat depression you know, from a spiritual sense, at least from from the Buddhist philosophy mm. uh, is, is compassion which is a form of love, obviously, but compassion for yourself, right? Compassion for those around you, but compassion for yourself in the sense of, yeah, it's, it's hard times and I'm going through it and that sucks. You know, I'm allowed to suck. Does not mean there's anything wrong with me? doesn't mean I need to fix anything per se. It just means I have to have compassion for myself. And that once again, it's a form of love, loving yourself and loving those around you. Um, is that possible? You know, that, that's an argument to be had, right? Cause there's always going to be people out there who just want to buck that system who just don't have that kind of love. Um, but I know, I, I think uh, um, there's definitely something to that. Um, <laughs> Richard says, uh, You made it, Let me see. Let me put it up there. You made another great point, Trinity. You have gone soft. So has society. I think our <laughs> definitions of soft are different, right? Like, I think your definition of soft sounds the- more negative. My definition of soft means I'm not so rigid.
0: <laughs> I'm just not as rigid as the, I used uh, to be. Right. Well, no, I look, I don't disagree with the love component. I just. I, I disagree with how we are in this generation defining it um unfortunately we, you know if we would go by 60s general uh, 60s definition of love yes I, I absolutely agree with that definition of love um but if you go by today's definition of love uh, i don't and, and even in the 60s as dramatic as beautiful as is is those of us that were only born in the 60s but not not, you know, 20 or 30 in the, in the sixties, that all looks and sounds great. I'm only going by the proof at Woodstock. You know what I mean? Uh, people were able right. to, to be together and, and not hurt each other. Uh, I thought that was a beautiful thing, but I'm also, I'm also, uh, very cognizant of how my father was treated by those same individuals. Uh, you know, when he came back from Vietnam and he, he yeah. there was no love and compassion towards my father. Uh, there was a lot of attack. Uh, to the point where his office was was uh, destroyed at Temple University in Pennsylvania um, after he had come back from Vietnam uh, in one of those uh, destructive uh, what what would you call those since we don't call them riots uh, peaceful protest oh yeah a protest it was a protest Uh, mostly um, peaceful where where you know my father was was treated very poorly um, by those same loving hippies Uh, so again uh, the problem with Love is that we tend to point it like that way. You're the one not giving it. I'm giving it. <laughs> yeah. um, and, and that's the problem with the real human condition. The human condition is always I'm correcting. You're wrong or my way and your way yeah. is wrong. And, and, and so since we cannot fix that globally, since unfortunately we cannot work through that, that's why we will continue to be separated. Um, because that real definition of love Would be all inclusive And unfortunately right. the, the the people that tend to Say that they're only viewing Their own the, the hate that people have Towards them only like oh because right. you don't Like me or because you said bad words to me I deserve some heightened sense of it And somehow I'm better at the love game than you are No <laughs> I win. Uh, actually the people that used to be great At the love game right now are the worst At the love game uh, They are absolutely yeah. hateful hurtful bigoted biased uh mean sounding people they hate people that that they they, they they just can't buy into all their wacky shit sometimes and it's like no man i don't love less you know i love the word love i really do because because if we could do that properly then we could respect like uh things like we respect our family like we're allowed to have family members that just aren't all together 100 percent there all the time great you know what i mean and you still love them for who they are right you know that's just my wacky uncle right you're allowed to do that you that's just my that's just the way he is and we still love them right we still love them but then we have people going on the news and on television saying you know you're not even supposed to like your family from the past for things that they did and they you know you're supposed to disown them and hate them and so we're you know we're in a time now trinity where we want to be depressed we want to be anxious. We want right? to be on edge because we use these things as tools to pull them to our side. You know, we use them to control them. And and to me, even Rage Against the Machine, which I love, F you, I won't do what you tell me. Even their message can be used on both sides equally. Yeah. I, I, you both, the Crips and the Bloods can use Rage Against the Machine for their messaging 100% right now. That's how you know how weird we are right now, Trinity. That's how you know how crazy <laughs> yeah, times exactly. are right now. You know, when 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 songs from Rage Against the Machine can be used by by either side, you know, we've gotten to a point where we're, ju- we're just not understanding each other. So, of course, we're depressed. Well, I, I was just to
1: say that exact same thing. Of course, we are. Is it any wonder that we are? I mean,
0: right. uh, uh,
1: but that's what I mean by how much of it is just a human condition, how much of it is just where we're at right now. Right. Um, I mean, like one of the main things uh, that it says in depression is do you not like to do the things that you used to do anymore? um well no they don't bring me the same joy as they used to and not only that but i've grown i've evolved as well so some of the stuff i used to enjoy i don't really like anymore um doesn't mean i'm necessarily depressed just means i'm evolving i'm growing and sometimes that growth is uncomfortable right every i think back in my life every moment of ascension to that next plane has been uncomfortable every moment where i've had like this weird epiphany it was usually predicated or pre- preceded by something not cool, like some sort of events, whether it be a, a specific thing, whether it be a, a, an environment, whatever it was, was really uncomfortable for me. It was really bad, right. uncomfortable, whatever. And I came out the other side with that epiphany right. and with that realization, with that ascension to the next. Uh, right. um, and, but I was also open to that. you know. And right. I think that that's the problem is right now we're not teaching people to be open to those. We're teaching people to be further entrenched in whatever views they have. Right. Like, you know, we, you kind of veered it a little bit towards politics. We're kind of there, right? like if a political person, you typically surround yourself with other people who view <laughs> the same. Then you watch whatever channel that you agree with. And like you just you further indoctrinate yourself into what you think is right. Um, same thing with religion. You know, most religious people right. like a, a lot of them.
0: Am I frozen? I I don't even know if I'm frozen or you're frozen, Trinity. All I know is I don't hear you anymore. (laughs) Did you get canceled or did I get canceled? I don't know what just happened. Uh, Trinity, are you there? Am I there? Uh, I'm a little lost right now. I feel like uh, you disappeared. Wait a minute. You're calling me? Yeah, Trinity. Yeah, uh, my power oh, that's funny. So, so I'm here doing the show on myself. See, Trinity just got canceled, and we don't know how he got canceled. Uh, no, I, uh, I, have power. I thought it was me. So, so all right. So, well, we can still hear you, Trinity? So, hopefully, we can still hear you. Hold on. I'll put you close to the. I'll put you close to the microphone, Trinity. So when you talk, we talk. <laughs> so. <laughs> Are you able to end the show when you're end? What do you mean? Are uh, you able? to have the controls? Who cares? Who cares? Let's just keep going. What? So what happened I have to you? Power, pal, so, um, well, no, you have all right. Well, let I I don't know. We were still talking, so keep going with your point that you were making. Um, I don't even remember the point I was making. I was making the,
1: you know, of course we're we're depressed in, in today's world. I mean, there's so much going on, and we just, yeah, that's what it was. We, we further entrench ourselves into whatever you know our go to is. Like you said, the thought process is I'm right and you're wrong, and we've lost that ability to to listen, right? Like we, we talk more than we listen these days. And when you're talking, you're not really learning.
0: Right. Well, you know, I I think you're absolutely right with that, Trinity. I think that unfortunately we're at a time uh, in our living and in our life where, uh, we get sucked into so many things that really shouldn't matter to us as much, to be honest with you. I think that we just know too much information. I think, I think that's why so many people that are older will say times were simpler before. And I think what they mean by that is not that these issues didn't exist, not that some of these problems didn't exist, but you didn't have to be concerned about them. You know what I mean? They didn't, they didn't have to mean so much to you. We're, we're constantly getting pulled into stories from outside of our neighborhood. Look, it's tough enough dealing with problems within your home, right? I think we we can all agree that that the problems even with our own home and our own family could be big enough, right? And some families more than others. So, so I don't need your family's issues and their family's issues and my neighbor's family's issues and then, you know, their neighbor's neighbor's family. And next thing you know, I have the whole world problem on my shoulder. I, look, I have a niece that she is, she is what some of you would call a social justice warrior. only when you guys say it, you say it in a real negative way. and when she says it, you know she she just means that she's a person of, of some principles and she wants to scream about it and that's fine. but but the the issue with that is that once you get positioned a certain type of way, people stop listening to you. people stop hearing you. but also when you fight, I feel like she holds all the world's problems on her shoulder, and it's like, baby, you're too young, you're too beautiful, and you're too intelligent to have to try to take on the entire world's problems and feel so emotional, you're just an empath, you know, you're a very empathetic person, and you're holding all of other people's pains as your own, and so, of course, after holding so much pain of other people, when you start speaking, of course you're going to start sounding bitter of course you're going to take on that anger and start sounding hateful and hurtful and now you're going to mimic what you think you don't like so that's the unfortunate thing with all of these things yeah no i agree 100 that's all you got to say this is a radio show you can't just say i agree 100 percent and not talk more than that <laughs> no i mean I. I that's you know the problem is when it comes to like, uh,
1: um, hold on, I think
0: I'm actually joining the uh, stream. So so let me update you guys while, while Trinity's trying to log back into this stream. Uh, Trinity's power went out. Uh, now, I blame you, Richard, because let me see. Let me go to your comment. Richard Coleman from Facebook Live said, I'm offended you keep calling me a blood. And what he's referring to is because I call all Republicans bloods and I call all uh, Democrats crips. And he says, I'm offended that you keep calling me blood. That is not one of my approved pronouns. I'm going to report this to Facebook and retreat retreat to my safe space. I think he booted Trinity. Somehow, uh, (laughs) I don't see you to add you. How do I add you? All right, well, Trinity just hung up. I don't see how I can add him. I wish I did, but I don't. So I don't know where Trinity is to add him. Um, Let me say, nope. Don't know how to do it. Anyway, people, uh, Trinity ended up getting booted out. His little power went out at his house. Bear with me a second. Let me see if I can try to add him here. Let me see. Oh, no, not that way. Nope. Trinity, I suck at this. Can't do it. Can't do it at all. So anyway, people, I don't know what to tell you. Uh, he said to Adam, I don't see him anywhere to add him to this. He usually does this, not me. Uh, might have to just cut this one short, you know, and, and I thought we were having a good conversation going. Let me see if I can grab this, this and text it to him. Hold on. Let me see if I can do it this way. Copy this. Let's send it to Trinity. Let's invite him this way. Where is it? Where are you, Trinity? Let me see. Right. Here. Let's add it right there. Paste. Boom. Come on, you can hear me. I'll invite him that way. What's going on? We we're talking about depression, and now uh, you, yeah. Whoop. And then he went away on us. Um. Let me see. Let me see what Linda is saying. Lindy, Lindy Young, where are you from? By the way, Lindy, I don't believe uh, I've ever seen your comments before. You're on Facebook live. It says cat is won't and won't is 50 push ups <laughs> Yeah. I'm not, I'm not allowed to do won'ts. Right. I, I got you. I got to be able to do it. I can do this. You're right, Lindy. I can do this. I can figure out how to bring Trinity back back into the broadcast. I've invited him via text message. Hopefully, he comes in somehow and somewhere here he will show up. Oh, you're in Las Vegas. So, Linda Young is in Bellingham, also Vegas. I love uh, Vegas. I don't know where Bellingham is. Bellingham in Europe? That's what that sounds like. Um, let me see. Come on, Trinity. Show up somewhere. Why did he hang up on me? I don't know why he hung up on my phone part. Ay, Dios mío, oh, Trinity. We're in the middle of. Uh, uh a show. You can't just disappear. I'm going to call him. Should I just... I'm going to give everybody Tranny's phone number and just... You guys can call him too. How about we do that? Oh, Washington. Doo, doo, doo. Hey. hey, I invited you in a text message. Why don't you just click on that link? I am. I'm, I'm in the backstage waiting for you to have me. Well, where do I find you in the backstage? Uh, in the bottom it show a icon with my picture. But it doesn't. You just say, add me. But it doesn't. Oh. That's what I that's where I thought you'd show up, but it doesn't. Well my power just came back on, so once my, my router kicks back in, I'll be back on. Okay. All right. Well, I'm here and I don't see your picture anywhere. I wish I would. Yeah. Well my router's coming back on. Well, we can have a discussion like this until you come back, I'm sure. It's not a big deal. Well, I'm, Do you want to see Look, I'm going to I'm gonna, Look, I'm going to FaceTime you, Trinity. Answer your FaceTime. Look, the thing's that, that we got to See, look Trinity, you see how you're not there? Yeah, but you're not. So I'll leave you like this so people can see you. <laughs> Yeah, I'm going to hold you up just like this, Trinity. I'm going to hold you up just like that. There you go. <laughs> you got something to say? Uh,
1: yeah, I mean, my whole point, I'm still going to go back to, like, I, I think overall, I don't know what you were saying, why I've been gone, but I think overall um, we got to do a much more concerted effort in our country to to, um, you know, to address our, our spiritual growth, man, and address who we are. How we deal with things, I, I think we've become too superficial and
0: too um uh, immediate and we're no longer oh here we go. Oh, there you are. Wait a minute, wait a minute, Trinity. I can hang up on you here.
1: Yeah, there we go. Jesus, dude. Look at that. It was horrible. and I didn't even have to invite you in. You just came right to the
0: right right in.
1: Yeah. Uh <laughs> I don't even know what happened, man. Um Wow. That was uh anyways. Uh uh no, I, I think that you know we gotta do a more conservative effort, right? The thing that I, I I have noticed, um, and once again I apologize for whatever the hell just happened, and I don't know what you said when I was off, but I'm gonna just pick up. Um, like with my own kids, um, you know, there doesn't seem to be a major push at all to like develop mentally, right? We're all so well aware of mental health. We we that word gets thrown around all the time. Mental health awareness, mental what
0: Did he get thrown? Did he, wait a minute! Did he just get booted again? No, I'm here. Oh, uh, okay. I'm here.
1: You know, I, I think. Um. Um. I think most.
0: I don't even know if.
1: A, a lot of them. It's...
0: What? It, it just keeps on going in and out, and I don't know if that's you or me.
1: Yeah, I just think our our signal here is wonky. We're having moment.
0: a lot of technical difficulties right now. Yeah, so the, usually I'm you're go in depression. I know it. Usually it is mine. You, you're right about that. Yeah. So usually, it's, usually, it's my you, turn. Yeah.
1: Um, but no, I I think when when most people talk about mental health awareness, I think most of them are referring to either taking meds or going to therapy. I don't think that they're talking about yeah. the the spiritual growth part of it, the foundational part of how we view ourselves how we view each other how we view the world
0: um they're not really talking about that and and, you know i wanted to talk a little bit about that because a lot of times when when people say religion or spirituality like they get offended or get upset like it could become a heated issue right and the and the people that are anti it i don't think you're anti the messages that that spirituality or faith gives i think you're anti the leadership or the or the or the control factor uh the authority of it and and but but i think all people are have issues with authority Uh, to be honest i think most people have issues with authority but i think unfortunately the messages that that religion or that faiths or that even philosophy uh promotes are good messages are actually things that can help us live better and be nicer people and just love each other more unfortunately though um we focus on the imperfections of those institutions and then and yep. then just blame everybody that, that has it. You know, there's just so many hateful things that I see that people say in, in, in supposedly safe spaces about people of religion and faith. And, and I just think it's incorrect. I'm not saying that all people of faith and religion uh, are, 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 are void of, of blame in that. I'm just saying that, that there's a lot of hateful and hurtful things said about them. Um, and, and, and I think they have some points to some of the things that they say. Right. Um, unfortunately, and, and so until we can come up with a consensus of what's okay to say, uh, when it comes to, uh, depressive thought or anxious provocation, anxiety provoking, um, uh, activities or, or, or ideologies, uh, then we're gonna continue to be more and more anxious and we're going to continue to get more and more depressed, um, and, and just suffer, you know, uh, yeah. it's a horrible deal because it's not, it's not a simple answer trinity and i know this no. is dharma time so i think why buddhism is not offensive is because it doesn't come with that authority figure buddhism right. doesn't come with uh, uh, this it doesn't come with a pope you know it doesn't come no. with a rabbi you no. know it, even it the buddha himself with, wasn't
1: a god he was just a mom, mom. Yeah. that's
0: that's what i'm saying i, I mean it, it, most people think that little fat dude sitting down in his little in his little <laughs> squat that, that, no. that that's buddha and even that I mean, is not, not. Uh, no that is not the original no. siddhartha that's the chinese um. rendition that's China coming up with their own ideology of what Buddhism is or Buddha Yeah, well,
1: I, I think that that, for example, uh, uh, so what drew me to to spirituality and Buddhism in particular, right? Because um, I, I think you know, by definition, had I gone to a therapist at that point in my life, who knows? I could have been diagnosed with all sorts of things and been told to put on you know medications, right? Um, but instead I found spirituality and it kind of really spoke to me and it helped me, you know, wrap my head around some truths that maybe I didn't want to accept at the time, maybe I wasn't ready to hear, right? Like for instance, right? You know, the, the first truth, the first noble truth, pain is a part of life. You know, it sounds right. so simple, and yet we don't live that way, right? Like we all acknowledge that sometimes things in life just aren't gonna go your way. Like you're gonna there's gonna be things that happen that you don't like, but somewhere in our livelihood or somewhere in society civilization whatever you want to call it we stopped like adapting to that we started wanting to say well well i shouldn't you know so instead of me adapting instead of me understanding that basic concept i'm going to try to fix everything i don't like i'm gonna try to get rid of everything i don't like and so like for instance when my son said i want to be safe and comfortable w- well you don't have the right to be comfortable like the idea that you can be comfortable 24-7 is just wrong and you shouldn't be. Life doesn't work that way and it's never going to. And if your goal is to constantly be comfort, uh, be in, in, a, in a position of comfort, then you're going to be depressed. You're going to be anxious. You're going to be upset because the world doesn't work that way. The, you're always going to have moments of uncomfortableness. It's going to happen. And it's a part of life. And so the, what makes you suffer isn't the fact that you're uncomfortable. What's making you suffer is the fact that you're trying to not be uncomfortable. You're trying to push away whatever it is that's making you feel bad or you're trying to chase whatever it is you think is going to make you feel good as opposed to accepting the fact that this is where I'm at right now and this is a part of life. And so for me, that's what drew me to it from an intellectual perspective is, duh, right? Like, because we all know that. Every every class I've ever taught, every every group that I've ever ran – when I go over the first first truth by it's just that one alone, I always ask everybody the same. I always started out the same way. If you met somebody and they said to you, hey, I think my life should be awesome and perfect. I think nothing should ever go against me. I think I should never be told no. I should never be stopped by a stoplight or, you know, just nothing should ever happen that I deem is unsatisfactory. What would you say to that person? And universally, hands down, they've always, every single one of them in every group that I've ever run, all agree that that person's crazy like they wouldn't they would look at that person and say you're that's that's stupid basically right for lack of a better phrase okay so we all admit that that is unachievable so then why is it every single time that something doesn't go our way we get upset we feel somehow offended we feel somehow wronged we get upset we get mad you know we go try to put out that fire you know we, we get offended Right, as opposed to just saying, Oh, there's life being life, you know, that, that didn't go my way today. I guess I'm gonna have to figure out something instead of responding that way. Most of us get upset, we feel somehow infringed upon, even though we just admitted that that's how life is. So we're getting mad for what life is. So it's not life, it's our interpretation, it's how we're responding to it. But we're not putting that out there, man. Like some of these things, like I, I was gosh, I was in my late, I think it was my late. Late twenties, early thirties, I think, when I learned the third truth, which is still hands down after all these years my favorite one, and still the one that that people have the hardest time wrapping their head around. I've had a gentleman, you know, and you know exactly what I'm talking about. He was like in his sixties uh, uh, when we were in in, in um, uh, tropical, amazing, nice gentleman. He was in his sixties, I think it was, when he first heard the third truth. He went his whole life and never even heard of the concept that you don't have to suffer. Why? How can? How is it even possible that a human being who's somewhat worldly can make it to almost sixty, or, or in the sixties, and never hear of the concept that you don't have to suffer, you don't have to get angry at these things? Like it's not a, it's not written in stone. Like yeah, like for instance, a, a flat tire. You know, there was a time in my life where if I got a flat tire, I'm pissed, dude. Like I'm, I'm, I'm pissed. This is, this is. Dude, why is this happened to me? This sucks. Dang it, man. My whole day's ruined. Not got to figure out how to do like. Duh. And most people would hear that and say, yeah, I get that. That's totally a reasonable response. It does suck because now it's interrupted your whole day, blah, 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 blah. Right. Well, you don't have to respond that way. Like there is a way of saying, yeah, that sucks. I wish it didn't happen, but now I'm going to move on. I'm going to figure out how to fix it and just carry on with my day and I'll, I'll accept everything as it is that is such a foreign concept to so many people. So of course we're depressed, man. You're walking around thinking that you can change things. You're walking around thinking that 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 somehow some way that you have the the this magical calculation in your head that if only I say this or do this then my whole day is going to work out exactly the way I think it should. Never going to happen. And so to me I think that that you you know aside from just straight straight up spirituality whatever that version is for you the only thing i've ever heard that i felt comes really close that isn't spiritual is the 12 steps because that's kind of what you're doing right like my life is unmanageable uh you know there's power greater than myself it's all kind of along the same same lines is it exact no but very similar and it's it's somewhat innocuous right you you know it says higher power and that could mean anything to anybody we all kind of know that there's a religious undertone to it, but if you take it at face value, it's a non-spiritual approach to things or non-religious approach. And that's the only thing I've ever heard, man, that that really comes close other than some sort of spiritual or religious component. And so I, I think it's just a travesty, man. I think it's a shame and a travesty that, that more of us don't get to experience that at this point, it seems like really the only ones that experience that are either a hardcore to religion, like a religious family, and even then, it's usually from a bias perspective, uh, which could come with its own damage. Uh, number two, people who've gone through addiction and rehab and 12-step programs. Or number three, people who've like dedicated you know their life to going to therapy and have been in therapy for like 20 years. If you're not one of those three, you most likely didn't really come across some of that stuff unless you're just maybe the fourth component, which would be somebody who just reads all sorts of philosophy books. Sorry, I'll, I I had to make up for talking, man. I had no internet for like ten minutes.
0: So. Of it all, man. No, I, I I think one of the additional issues are that we want to assign blame uh, when we experience this. It. So it's not only that we think we should have a, a we should not have uh, negative things happen to us, and that we shouldn't have these discomforts, but also we assign blame. of the reason I'm having these discomforts. Is yes. For some reason, you've you've given that to me. I would have been fine, but you did this to me. You said this to me. You acted yeah. like this to me. You treated me like this because of this. And then, and, you know, that victim mentality, that victimness that we're teaching uh, as a society does not allow us to deal with depression, anxiety properly because it creates additional stress. Uh, it creates additional division and discomfort. And so it's really hard to, to be able to get into your own personal philosophies or spirituality or, or, or belief system and, and, and allow yourself to go through uncomfortable situations and just be like, well, I don't have to feel uncomfortable about this when we're being told, no, you have to stand up and you have to, the only reason, the only way it's going to end is that you stand up and be just as angry as I am. And, and so. Uh, you know, the reason you're feeling like this has nothing to do with your own personal belief system. You don't have to change anything within you. You're beautiful and you're good just the way you are. The problem is them and they have done this to you. And so that if you allow it, uh, then you're part of the problem by by just accepting this and processing it internally and dealing health in a healthy way internally. You're uh, you're weak and you're a person that's a lot. Allowing this to happen and they'll continue to do this, not only to you, but to your children. And after that, and the whole world's gone to hell. That's what we're being told. So, so it makes it very difficult for, for normal loving people that could, could focus on these problems internally and deal with them and process through them uh, in the way that you're saying in a very healthy way. uh, And it doesn't allow them to do that um they're trying to do that they wish they could do it we were going in that direction trinity we were and, and that's why all subject matter turns into a, a political discussion these days is because we are being pushed and in, in pulled into this this political debate we, we can't help it um we try to deal with a normal subject matter like depression but we see the the messaging that we're getting the hateful hurtful messaging that we're getting um You know, uh, it'd be great to just turn on the TV. And if I wanted news, I just want to know, you know, what is happening around like, you know, like when they say that like some Chinese rocket or some Chinese space debris is going to hit the ground, just that alone would be fine. But, but, but. I'm sure that someone will take that same exact message and make that into a political thing. And therefore, it won't just be that this China thing is falling from the ground. It'll be like, well, it's Biden's fault or the orange man's fault. Uh, and, and that's why we're having because that that's where we're at. Um, yeah. So it doesn't allow uh, our, our, our young children to learn that they have to that the pain is a part of life. You know, what they're saying is, no, it doesn't have to be a part of life. Uh, you know, life is actually void of pain. And the reason you're having pain is because people don't love you because of your nose or because of your height yeah. or because of your weight or because of your, your gender, or because of your color. And, and so when we do that to people, we, we, we further damage them, uh, and, and we strip them of their ability to self heal. Uh, and, and that's one of our greatest gifts, right? To, to, to self self soothe. We have to know how to self soothe how to keep ourselves calm and how to keep ourselves distanced from from toxic energy, right? Um, you know, it's weird. When I, the second I say that, I realize, wait a minute, all, there's a lot of young people today that are being told, hey, that's a toxic relationship. Like, like that's new terminology, right? Toxic yeah. relationship. You hear that all the time now. Um, you need to get away from that toxic energy. But how do you get away from the toxic energy that the person that just told us to get away from that toxic energy is actually toxic? that's 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 who's actually toxic
1: well that's the other thing that that i thought of while you were talking right is is so there's another issue here and and the way this relates to depression is just maybe how we get ourselves out of it i guess um so you've said numerous times before on other shows maybe not specifically related to this but it, it kind of is and that is, you don't get all, you know, you get different things from different people, right? Right. So the other thing I'm noticing and in, in, in where we're at right now. So if you're struggling spiritually, if you're struggling with maybe even depression or whatever it was, mm-hmm. too often do I see people go to the worst possible sources to fix it. Like we don't pick up like a book on philosophy for instance a book that's been around for thousands of years that has stood the the test of time we don't go to a professional we won't go to a therapist we won't go to your your priest or whatever you won't go to the spiritual component you won't go to like a qualified person Uh, and and maybe because you don't want to hear the answer i don't know what the reason is but instead you'll go to like your friend and let's just be honest, your friend might not be in any better position to, to deal with the magnitude of whatever it is you're dealing with than you are, right? They're just as like my kids, I it, it, like they're being taught to like go to their friends or the internet as opposed. And I would always talk to my kids I'm like, well, it doesn't make any sense. You have people in your home right now who my sole purpose on life is to help you get to where you need to be. That's literally the only reason why I'm here right now is to help you and give you everything I can give you to give you the best chance and i've got over 40 years of experience i've been through a lot of stuff in my life i'm well read like i'm here i'm just use me i'm at your disposal and instead they'll ask like their fellow classmate who is just as lost as they are who doesn't know anything and it's like why would you forego your you know uh, uh, this this great source of information this wealth of knowledge for that and we're teaching that right like we don't we go to youtube we go to like i just watched earlier today i was watching a debate and, and <laughs> <laughs> it was a debate i was watching between the flat earthers and and the scientists right so on one side you had like an astrophysicist who's got like multiple phds and stuff you had a couple other scientists and then you had like just regular folks and the regular folks were, were, were quoting like youtube videos Versus these people who've studied astrophysicists, physici- like physiology, whatever, for like the last 20 years of their life. Like, they've done miraculous like things to help humankind. And they're arguing with them as if their knowledge base is the same. And like that, that's part of the problem, right? Is it, it, like if I'm, if I'm struggling in my marriage, like if I'm having like a, 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 a weak moment in my marriage with my wife, I'm not going to go to my friend who is is habitually single and cheats on everybody he's ever met for advice. I'm not going to do that. No matter how good of a friend he is, he might be my greatest. That's my battle buddy, man. We've been through it. The dude sucks at relationships, man. He's cheated on everybody. That's just not his thing. So why would I go talk to him about it? Just because he's my friend. He doesn't have the kind of authority or or wisdom or knowledge I'm going to need to get my goal. I'm going to go to somebody like yourself who's been married for almost 30 years. You're probably closer to giving me some good advice than my, my single friend who's cheated on everybody. Like, but we don't do that. You know, we don't turn to like like uh, I remember my my now 22 year old. I was having a conversation with him about spirituality you know, years ago because I was trying to introduce him to it because I would have loved for somebody. I would love to have been introduced uh, uh, as a teachable person much earlier to my spiritual stuff. It would have changed the whole dynamic of my life. So I was trying to, you know, pay it forward. I was trying to be that person that I didn't necessarily have and talk to him. And all he kept saying was he wanted to do it on his own. All he kept saying was, I don't want to turn to anybody else. Where I was like, the arrogance that you have to think that you at 17 is going to figure out thousands or millions, depending on what you believe, years of humankind and all the right. complexities therein, you're going to just figure it all out. Right. No, no. Like the whole point of history, the whole point of of us keeping books and things of that nature is to pass along the information and the knowledge that we've learned over the years. And, and you know, that's why we can read things like Galileo or Plato or even Nostradamus, like all of our philosophers. That's why we have them around. Like and, and what you'll if you start to read, what you'll be astonished to realize is almost there might be some outliers. But almost everything that you think is unique to you, any philosophy that you just cut up, came up with, it's been around. It's been around a lot longer than you might realize if you just picked up a yeah. book. You might realize that there was somebody thousands of years ago who said that exact same thing that you just said. So you're not as unique and special as you think you are. We're all unique in our own way. We're all special and we're all unique, just like everybody else. All right? The I, I, point is, that's the whole point of history and, and things of that nature is to learn from one another. But we don't do that. Like, I, I put it this way, man, the, the Internet has been around um, in spiritual. Well, first of all, Buddhism itself, was which I practice, has been around for over 3000 years. It's actually older than Christianity. It's been around a very, very long time. And I've been I've had books and everything else around me constantly. Um, and then in my uh, uh, right when I graduated high school, I think I I think the year I graduated is when the Internet kind of like came out. Um, And and so ever since I've graduated high school, I've had access to the Internet. Um, In the last probably 10 years, I've had the Internet in my actual pocket everywhere I go. But I didn't really learn more about spirituality and Buddhism until I was like in my late 20s. And I, I don't have any real, real justification for why I did that. I had all the tools around me, but I was just as guilty as everybody else in the sense of I didn't turn to that to learn more. And I think that that's part of the problem is we don't profess that enough. We think that we can just pull ourselves up by our bootstraps. We think we can turn to our friend. You know, we think we'll just figure it out or we'll just go away. And and that's just not the case.
0: No, it's a self-esteem issue for sure. It's, it's trust and self-esteem that, that keep us from reaching out and using others, uh, unfortunately, uh, because so many of you out there that are listening to this or watching this, it says, you know, I got to do it on my own. Uh, You didn't get, you didn't get into your situation by yourself. You know that, right? I mean, this was not just your doing, this is an accumulation of a lot of choices that you made, but there's also some external factors that had nothing to do with you. Um, Plus you had accomplices, right? Uh, You had accomplices that that (laughs) were with you going, yeah, yeah, yeah. Good idea. Great idea. Even to some of your worst ideas. I mean, some of my worst decisions, I've actually had accomplices that were telling me how great that decision
1: was.
0: (laughs) you know, and, and to this day, even though that I've made a turn in my life and, and I've charged forward in a different direction, I can still find those same old friends and they still think those decisions I made back then were good decisions. You know? Uh, yeah, they, they, you know, so, so, uh, if we don't get here alone, why should we get out alone? It, 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 it it's a self-esteem issue. You feel like somehow you have to do something that, 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 you really are not empowered to do. And and that's why I always take it back to the vehicle because I'm not a car guy. You know, I love vehicles, but I know nothing how to fix them. And so I don't try to do it. You know, I couldn't even change the oil. And I'm sure I could. I'm sure I could Google and figure that out, but is that really doing it on my own? I mean, if I Googled or if I watched a YouTube video on how to do it, did I really do it on my own or did I just get help right there? Only it's a person that I don't know, so maybe I feel more empowered and I feel more like a man because I did it on my own, but I didn't. I didn't. There's no difference. There's people exactly. that, that you're Googling, that you're watching, that you're listening to. But because you didn't go to the formal recommendation that maybe someone said and, and because you didn't edify that person, you didn't look up to that person or trust that person. That's why it's a trust issue. You said that resource or that source is not good for me. I'm going to go in this direction and get the information over here. And I'm going to call this information over here, me doing it on my own. And I'm going to call any resource that you gave me that I don't trust you as as that's using other people. That's what you're really saying because you are using other people. You're not really doing it on your own, but what we need to tell you now, that's why we, in in recovery, we use, you are not alone. You are not alone. You are not alone because that loneliness, that feeling of loneliness is exactly what you need to feel to be controlled, to be controlled by humans, to be controlled by substances, by to be controlled by your own negative thinking. If you're feeling alone and you're isolated, That's how you get eaten up. We see that in trials of life videos. When I was a little kid, you still see that on nature videos to this day. The, 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 the predator does not seek the healthiest of all pack animals. It finds the one that they can isolate from the pack. It chases them around to the, to themselves. And once that weaker one is isolated, then they pounce. You hear it in abusive relationships. What, what does an abuser do? They certainly ties, they separate you from your friendships and relationships. They separate you from your connectivity in life. So that way they have you alone. And when you're alone, you're more apt to be able to be controlled and used and hurt. That's what substances do. That's what negative chemistry in your head does. So you have not been alone. You're not alone. Stop even thinking that you're alone. You're a pack animal, regardless of what you believe. You're a pack yep. animal and, 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 and find your pack. You know, you'll hear a lot of people say, find your tribe these days. Uh, you know, I just say a little bit, different. I just say, find your pack, uh, you know, because you got to, you got you, you just got to find it, you know, uh, who, who am I going to run with? Because who I was running with was, was not taking me to healthy places. You know, there's other packs out there that, that are the exact same packs. They're just not going to the same unhealthy places. Uh, and when you find that and you start maybe following some of the things that they're doing, then, then you'll feel a lot better. But if you're just out there wandering by yourself and trust me, I was one of those people that I was always in a crowd, but I still felt 100 percent alone. Uh, So it really didn't matter that I was in a pack. I felt 100 percent isolated and alone. And I don't know why, Um, you know, I have no real factual reason why, no real reason why. But this brain had a way of doing that. And that's this brain has the ability of making you feel completely alone in crowded situations, has your way of feeling completely depressed in, in joyful situations, has your way of feeling completely anxious in calming situations. This brain has that power, but you have more power and control over this brain by letting go the control that you're actually applying. See, the control you're applying is I'm going to take this, I'm going to use that, I'm going to avoid this, I'm not going to do this. Uh, I know you that worked for you, but it doesn't work for me. By you applying that kind of control, you're actually, actually hurting yourself but by letting control and just just do all the different actions that people have given you all the different get out of that situation just just work at it see what happens you know it's oh we always listen to drinking advice from a person who's actually drinking we listen to drug use advice from people that are still actively using drugs we listen to relationship (laughs) advice by people who are actually divorced we listen we listen to financial advice by people that are just as broke as we are they do these really ridiculous things and wonder why we're in this situation. Well, why? <laughs> why are you in that situation? And I yeah. mean, because you have trust issues. You need to learn how to trust other people. You've been trusting yourself for too long and you have been failing yourself. You've been lying to yourself. You've been putting yourself in these situations. while you're sitting there where you or that I'm hurting you. You're the one doing that to you. I haven't hurt you as much as you've hurt yourself. And yet you trust me less. What have I done to hurt you? And you ask yourself, what have you done to hurt you? And then you'll see what I'm talking about. And I'm not doing it in a mean or hurtful way. I'm doing it in an honest, truthful way. Uh, You just have to hold yourself a little accountable and you have to do some heavy work. That's a little bit different than the work you've been doing. Um, Depression is, 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 is something that you are unable to measure. I am unable to measure. I can look at the symptomology and I can and and I can put you with the right professionals that will diagnose it and treat it medicinally or even therapeutically. But at the end of the day, they're all suggestions. You're still going to have to put some work in, you know, and the same thing was anxiety or other mental health issues. Now, do I believe that mental health is a great issue? I think it's a huge issue. I just think that we all suffer from a level of mental health issues, and we're all just a a a, a few life experiences away from destroying ourselves and other people. It's it, we're that we're that close to even some of the worst human beings on this planet, and that's an unfortunate truth.
1: Yeah, I, I definitely would agree with that. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I think uh, I'm going to assume that was your wrap up because that was I, I it was a beautiful might drop moment. Um, mm. So uh, I'll put my wrap up in it as well. First of all, thank you guys for for tuning in, and thank you for for those of you who stuck around during whatever that uh, that situation was. That so finally, I get to be the culprit, right? It's usually you're in internet that's yep. messing up, but uh, today it was not only my internet. I, I raised you up the you know one up, and I took my whole power off uh so it's back on now they they sent me a text message apparently there was a problem and they fixed it so yay um anyways i digress thank you again though for anybody who tuned in once again as always you can watch us live on facebook uh youtube or twitch um on tuesdays and it's dharma time on fridays is our political show where we cover the political topics of the day it's called we the middle and then on Monday nights, uh, um, <clears throat> you can watch it on those the same, same uh, uh, platforms. Or you can tune in live if you're local to uh, 1680 AM or 100.7 FM. Um, and then, of course, if you want to listen to the show afterwards, any podcasting platform, by all means, we're there. Um, like it, share it, get it to your people. We're only as good as the, the people who listen to us. So um, my wrap-up for depression, man, it, it is um, I think it's a very real thing. Um, how you want to define it. You know, we, we can go about it in different ways, um, but it's a very real thing. You know, there's, there's very real issues that we deal with and sometimes uh, uh, and very frequently that's going to require the assistance of somebody outside yourself. Um, I, I, would, I would encourage you to, <clears throat> to do uh, internal work and try to figure out what you can do, but I would also encourage you to, to step outside of yourself as well. Uh, a second pair of eyes isn't going to hurt you. Um, and, and, and there's many different uh, uh, avenues to get that. Uh, most people, if you're if you're working, you'll have EAP. Um, uh, there's do- there's tons of different uh, free resources online. Um, there's suicide prevention. I mean, there's there's lots of different resources out there available to us uh, uh, that could assist. So don't just sit back. Yeah, telemed clinics is out there. Uh, my point is, don't just sit back and, and and try to get yourself out of a mess that you you didn't really get yourself in. Um, do your best. Uh, uh, oh, Michael wants me to text. I'm sure. Um, but uh, uh, anyways, you know, for me personally, the, the greatest thing that I think the greatest decision that I've ever made for myself <clears throat> was opening myself up to spirituality and and, and really trying to look into that. Um, I think that there's different levels to it. But for me, just being teachable and, and going outside myself to something bigger than myself and really a uh, 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 yearning to understand not necessarily to follow not necessarily to regurgitate but just to understand it and as I understood it I started applying it because it just made sense I understood it I wasn't doing it because somebody told me to I wasn't doing it because I was indoctrinated I was doing it because like you know wow when you know better you do better Where have you heard that from um so anyways uh, that's what I got for today um once again I, I don't know if that study was was the end-all be-all you know we'll pay attention as it comes out I just thought it made for a good topic a good you know a good debate and for those of you who participated and added your comments and thoughts we do appreciate it and uh, we love it when you guys do that so anyways I, I think that's all I got uh, let me find this outro and uh, yeah now that you know better do better peace. <laughs>